the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. My name is Renal Silverstone and I am 11 years old. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. So today on the Hi Kids show, I'll be speaking to Bruce Fordyce. He is a famous Comrades Marathon runner. What is the Comrades Marathon runner? Listen, kids, don't go away. We have a very interesting show. Here are the details if you have any question for my guest, Bruce, or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and it's charged at 1 Rand 50 cents. You can send me a telegram on 061-895-1019. And please, don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. So please, kids, call us, call us, call us. Get ready for a very exciting show on Hi Kids today. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Ronal Silverstone and I'm 11 years old. Good afternoon, Bruce. Afternoon, Ronal. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. That's great. Yes. <laughs> what does the comrades mean? Wow, that could be a long, hour-long answer. The comrades uh, is a race dedicated to the memory of the comrades of the First World War, the soldiers who died in the First World War. It's a unique South African race. It's 90 kilometers long. It's run every year um, in different directions. Uh, on the one year that runs uh, up from Durban to Peter Maritzburg, the other year down from Peter Maritzburg to Durban. It's a marathon, though it should be called an ultramarathon because it's 90 kilometers long. Oh, that's long. And it is 93, 94 years old. Whoa. Even older than me, which is quite remarkable. <coughs> How do you become a marathon runner? How did I become a marathon runner? Yeah. Um... Well, the Comrades were, has always been part of South African life, and I was a, a good runner at school, and I, I realized that the longer the distance was, the better I was, so I would be useless at a 100-meter sprint. But I noticed that if it was a 1,500-meter or 5,000-meter race, I would run uh, better. And then when I left school, I was at university, and I saw the Comrades on television, and... I became inspired. I met a couple of friends who'd run it, and I decided to run it, and I ran my first one in 1977. Wow. And did you win? No. I finished 43rd. Not bad. (laughs) Yeah, not bad. And then I was 14th, and then I was 3rd, and then I was 2nd, and then I was 1st. It took me five years to win. Wow. Well done. I would never be able to even come 43rd. (laughs) Well, you never know. When you get a bit older, you can't run when you're 11. They won't let you run, comrades, when you're 11. (laughs) Do you have other jobs? Ah, do I have other jobs? Well, Comrades was never my job because uh, athletics in my day was amateur and there was no money involved in it. Um, so actually, uh, by profession in those days, I was an archaeologist and I uh, worked in the rock art department at Wits University in archaeology, studying Bushman stroke sand rock art and doing a bit of Iron Age research wow. and teaching. That's awesome. What did you teach? Well, I taught uh, to first-year students. I taught the practical uh, uh, parts of actually excavating, 
um, which meant I just gave them all the horrible jobs to do, like digging <laughs> the holes. As soon as it got interesting, I took over. Um, and and then I, I specialized more in rock art, working with one of South Africa's great geniuses, Professor David Lewis Williams, wow. on rock art, tracing the sites, locating the sites, recording the paintings, that sort of thing. Wow. Uh, you said amateur. Can you explain to our listeners what it is? It? Amateur, yes, comes from the Latin, I suppose. Amoa Massamat. Amateur for the love of the sport. So you do it for the love, but not for the financial reward. Obviously, that has changed a lot now. And in my day, there was no prize money. Now, if you win the Comrades Marathon, you will run, you will earn 460,000 rand, which wow. is not bad. Yeah. So I'm not bitter. <laughs> and if you break the record, you get one and a half million rand and I oh. broke the record five times and got nothing, but, uh, but that's not what, what it's all about. And then the thing that I'm doing now, actually, that I'm really passionate about is that I started a new craze in South Africa called Park Run, which is a free timed 5k run, uh, yeah. on a Saturday morning at, in, uh, parks and things like that. And in the space of six and a half years, we've gone from 26 members to nearly a million. Wow, that yeah, is a exploding. lot. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Have you ever come... Oh, wait, I already asked it. Sorry. What did it feel like when you won the race? Uh, you know, it's a, it's an incredibly special thing to, to win comrades, and I, I was fortunate enough to win it nine times. Uh, overwhelming joy, happiness, uh, relief sometimes when you've been leading for a long time and it's starting to hurt. But funny enough, in my first run... I was a very sad winner because I wore a black armband in the race protesting about the fact that the comrades had associated itself with the apartheid uh, nationalist government celebrations of 20 years of nationalist government. And so some of us who were passionately opposed to that showed our displeasure by wearing armbands. And so I was booed by the crowd and I had a few eggs and tomatoes thrown at me. Uh, and so I was a very unhappy winner th- that time because I like people to like me and they didn't like me then. Um, but obviously when you win again and again, every, every people love a winner. So yeah, yeah I became eventually a popular winner. At least my mom loves you. Oh, good. Yeah, She's a huge a, fan. Well, I tell your mom, thank you very much. <laughs> Have you ever been on TV? Uh, yes, many, many times. I mean, uh, obviously, if you're running the comrades and you're in the front, you're on TV for five and a half hours, actually. Whoa. But I've appeared in a few interviews like this where it's televised, a few television programs. I once had a TV program with a mate of mine called David Flock doing a program called Flock and Fordyce on the Run um, and, you know, many times. So I know I know what television's all about. Wow. How many medals have you won? Well, comrades' medals I've run, uh, uh, earned 30 um, but medals in other races, I've got a huge, great big box full of medals. I, the treasured ones I put aside and I keep in a, in a safe place, but the others, not that they're not important, but you know, you eventually land up getting a huge pile of medals. Yeah, I can think about that. Is there any names for the medals? No, not really. I mean, you know, as you know, um, in championship races or major races, there are, um, Gold, silver, and bronze for first, second, and third. And then in the comrades, there are a number of medals for different time performances. So the first 10 runners get gold medals. Thereafter, anyone who breaks six hours but doesn't win, actually, you're right, gets a named medal called a Wally Haywood medal, named after the greatest comrades runner of all time, Wally Haywood. 
and then you get a, a silver medal for breaking seven and a half hours and a Bill Rowan medal for breaking nine hours, which is named after the first winner of the race back in 1921. Yeah, so th- those are the sort of names of, of medals. Wow. How many times have you come first place? How many times have I won the Comrades? Um, nine times. Wow. Is this what you wanted to do when you were a child? Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I always loved sport, and as you can see from my build, as passionate as I was about rugby, I was never going to crack it at rugby. I'm too small. <laughs> passionate but keen uh, scrum half, but not very good. Um, not really good at football. Uh, I've tried my best and useless at cricket because I didn't realize I was short-sighted and couldn't see the ball. Uh, but when it came to running, whenever the ra- there was a long-distance race, I did well. So I, I always had a passion for athletics and long-distance running. Um, what I did most want to do when I was young was to make a mark. So if I could have been the lead guitarist in a famous band, I would have sold my soul for that. But unfortunately there were a couple of, there were a couple of problems with that. One was that I can't play a single note of a guitar. Um, and secondly, I I didn't know any members of a band. So I, I, I knew that I wanted to be well known. I don't know. I was just driven to do something and I had no idea that maybe I would do it through sport. Oh, wow. So, how much do you need to be fit to run the marathon? Um, yes and no. So, you don't need to be a gifted runner to run a good comrades marathon. I'm, I'm gifted at running the comrades, or I was, because I chose my parents very carefully. In other words, the genetics. I inherited the right body, strong legs, good heart, good lungs, very good VO2, which is the ability to consume oxygen. Um, and then no brain cells because it's a really stupid thing to do, run 90 kilometers. But uh, there are many people who run the Comrades Marathon and finish it who, are, who chose the wrong parents. They are large and not skinny and strong for their weight, and yet they make it. So the Comrades oh, wow. is a wonderful example of people overcoming certain handicaps that they may have in terms of talent to still prove that they can do it, and that's why it's a, such a special race. From what age did you start running? Well, as I said, I ran at school when we had to. Then when I left school, I went to Wits University, and for two years I did nothing but socialize, party a lot, try and pass my degree, and did no sport. And then in my second year of university, I decided to try and run the Comrades, and then I started training then very hard for the Comrades. And when did you start running the marathon? Well, my first, my first, uh, marathon, uh, was in 1977. So there's two things. One is, is the Comrades Marathon, which is, as, as I explained, is a 90 kilometer race. But the actual marathon is a 42 kilometer distance. And it's the distance that uh, Pheidippides ran 2,500 years ago from the Battle of Marathon to the city of Athens to tell the ancient Greeks that they had overcome the Persians at the Battle of Marathon, and that is the specific distance of the com- of a marathon. A comrades is a bizarre race that is double that. Wow! Have you ever written a book? I have. I've written a couple of uh, books on coaching and training, and and how to run the comrades marathon. So, yeah, I'm quite uh, pleased with those. In a small way, they were bestsellers in the South African context, so I was happy. Yeah. Wow. Are there different types of marathons? Um, yes. I mean, there are marathons all over the world. There are marathons in all kinds of conditions. 
but as I explained, the, the key is that a marathon strictly is 42.2 kilometers long, and that is the distance of a marathon. Then you have other silly races like the Comrades, which is 90 kilometers, or the famous race in Cape Town, Two Oceans, which I'm wearing the T-shirt, which is 56 kilometers. Cool T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, it is quite a nice one. Yeah, 56 k. And, and so there are some other distances, but they're not strictly marathons in, in the strict uh, sense of the word. Oh, wow. Let's take a quick song break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Renal Silverstone and I'm 11 years old. I have Bruce in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519 or you can telegram to 061-895-1019 or call on 010-140-3020. Let's carry on with the questions with Bruce. Have you ever been to another country to run? Yes, uh, that's the exciting part of uh, running is uh, traveling and running some of the challenging races around the world. So I've probably run... On every continent except Antarctica, I think. Oh, that yeah. is amazing. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Ah, I've run, like in, the, I've run in the snow and the ice in, uh, in the Arctic. Five, was it cold uh, 800 kilometers. Did you get hot? It was very cold, bright sunshine because it was July. So in the Arctic in July, the sun never sets. Oh, wow. There's no night time. It just sun just stays, uh, it does a little circle above you. That's cool. And that was quite That's amazing cool. running in the snow. Wow. Do, do you, well, when you run, is it cold, but you get warm from running? Yeah, the human body exercising generates an enormous amount of heat, so you actually find out that most of the time, less is more when it comes to running. In other words, you may be cold, but you'll be boiling hot later on. As long as your extremities, your, your ears, your, your fingers are, are protected with gloves, then you can go out into quite cold weather and, and get quite hot. Yeah. How often do you train? Uh, pretty much every day. I would say wow. that I run every single day. Whoa. Occasionally, if I'm ill or I'm struggling with maybe a little bit of onset of an injury, or very occasionally a very uh, hectic schedule where I'm forced to miss a day, but then I get a little bit twitchy and upset. Oh, wow. How much was your longest race you've ever ran? Well, how many kilometers? Uh, I've, I ran in 1989, I ran a 100-kilometer race in Stellenbosch, and that was the furthest I've ever run. Though I was so tired, to be quite honest with you, the last 10 steps I took, I walked. <laughs> I walked across the line. <laughs> yeah, I do that <laughs> a lot. <laughs> What's the difference between kilo, well, meters and kilometers? Oh, it's just a pronunciation. You see, I'm an old-fashioned, I went to school in England, so it's kilometer. Because, but lots of people like to say kilometer, but as you can hear from my accent, that's American. You don't say cento- centometer, do you, for centimeter. You say centimeter. Yeah. You say millimeter. You don't say millimeter. But I suddenly we, yeah, confused. but sometimes we all say <laughs> kilometer. Uh, I'm just, uh, but they're both correct. I just say kilometer. Wow. So, but which one's longer, kilometer or meter? Uh, meters, uh, what, what I can stride. A kilometer's much, much longer. Oh, wow. And in fact, in my day, though, everything was measured in miles, English miles, which is 1.6 kilometers. Wow. Have you ever set a world record? 
I have um, two. One was for that 100-kilometer race that I told you about. Uh, yeah. I may have walked across the line, but I did break the world record at the <laughs> time. Um, it didn't last too long, and then somebody else came along and broke it around a bit faster. But I set a world record in 1983 for 50 miles, Whoa. which is 80 kilometers on a road between London and Brighton, which is a seaside town in England. And amazingly enough, that record still stands. So to be quite honest with you, 50 miles is not a distance that is challenged or raced every single weekend. So it, it's it stood because it's a fast time, but it also hasn't been challenged a lot. Do you run against anyone? Yes, well, all those races are racing flat out against other people. I suppose you could say in the Comrades you race against 20,000 people. But in reality, you probably race against about a 100 because oh. it's only those top 100 or so who are fit enough and genetically gifted enough to possibly win. Wow. Well, if you come 43, well done. <laughs> yes, I was, I was very pleased. I mean, that was uh, 43rd at the time. I was very pleased. Who do you run against? Well, uh, you run against... Your opposition from, you know, from all, from different clubs, if you're in an international race from, from different countries. Though to be honest, nowadays I run against, really run against nobody. I run with people. Uh, what I love about a marathon running when your competitive days are over is that you share the race, you share the experience. And the beauty of the Comrades Marathon is that there are, there can only be one winner in the race, but when you see 20,000 people finishing, every single one of those, those people who finish, they're all winners. Well, you said opposition. Can you tell us what is opposition? Well, the opposition are the, you know, when you're competitive and you're trying to win a major title, your opponents are the people who stand a chance of beating you. And over um. the years, there's, there are many of those who I've raced against. But uh, generally, 90% of the time, we're all good friends nowadays. We'll have a laugh and joke about the days when we raced each other. Um, and one of the things about opposition I found is that it gets the best out of you. You would not be great if your opposition wasn't great. They, they, they force you to find out how good you actually have wow. to be to win. Wow. Where do you run? Um, I, my favorite place is all around the streets of Johannesburg. I think Johannesburg is one of the best kept secrets in the world for training and for wow. running. It is hilly. It is, you need hills to be strong. It is at high altitude. We're at high altitude here, so we have a, you and I have an elevated red blood cell count because we live at high altitude. So we have a 13% advantage over somebody coming from Cape Town. Because of the high altitude and the thinner oxygen, our body creates more red blood cells. So it's a wonderful environment. We have a wonderful climate. I mean, look at this outside today. It's winter. It's winter. <laughs> I mean, I uh, but I just want to remind you of one thing because you definitely weren't alive then. On September the 10th, 1981. So we're on, yeah, we're in August. We're alive. August. What are we? August the 16th and winter appears yeah, to be 16th. over. September the 10th, 1981. Johannesburg was white with snow. Whoa. It, heavy, heavy snow fell, thick snow so that the children burst out of the school classrooms and they all started throwing snowballs and they oh, built snowmen. So cool. It was unbelievable. And the next day, it was back to 30 degrees. Wow. So my, my winter is only ever over on September the 11th because I remember that day very clearly. Wow. Well, when I went to this place, it snowed very, very little. 
It was cool. <laughs> yeah, snow is fun if you've never ever seen it. Yeah. Have you ever gotten hurt during a race but kept running? Um, not not. I mean, you you hurt in a marathon. You hurt regardless. You go, if it, if marathons were easy, anyone could do them. And um, marathon runners who finish marathons are not anyone's. They're very special people, whether they're gifted or not. But yes, sometimes I've had cramps or. Um, this might make you feel a bit ill, but uh, when you run a 90-kilometer race, sometimes your toenails come off. They start lifting off your foot. Um, and, yeah, just generally, uh, you know, uh, sunburn, blisters, that kind of thing. But I wouldn't start a race if I was injured because then you're handicapping yourself so much um, and you're probably going to make that injury worse. Well, have you ever been in a newspaper? Wow, lots and lots of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not, not all the articles have always been wonderful, by the way. Sometimes you get articles that criticize you, and sometimes you see photographs of yourself in a newspaper that make you look horrendous, <laughs> and you wish that photograph had never been published. Um, but yes, lots of times. What do you find most rewarding about running? Uh, it's my special time. I think the most important thing for me about my running is that it's my special time. I most enjoy, funny enough, running on my own when I can get my thoughts together. And I love winter running because I set off early in the morning and it's dark and I can uh, think about what I've got to do that day, any challenges I might have. If I've got to write something, you'll be very, very creative when you're exercising. Your brain works very well. Um, and I would probably say my quiet times alone watching sunrises, listening to the birds uh, in beautiful places, in major cities. Um, very special. Running to me is my best friend. Wow. Who inspired you to run? Um, a number of people inspired me to run. Um, the, the Great Race Comrades itself inspired me because it's, it is just an inspirational event. Um, and then a number of top runners throughout my life who have been iconic. You won't know them or what they did because they came before your time. But I think Boston Billy Rogers, who won four Bostons, was a remarkable athlete who inspired me. Kip Kaino from Kenya, who won the five thousand, won the fifteen hundred meters and the three thousand meter steeplechase in the Olympics. Uh, people like that. But then also ordinary runners who maybe aren't talented but have done well have also been inspirational for me. Wow. What is the training process for the comrades? The training process is lots and lots of kilometers trained flat out. <laughs> no, the training process is you stay fit. So let's say you wanted to do next year's race. You gradually get fit now. You run, you tick over. And in February of next year, you start to really run some big mileage. Whoa. And you uh, keep that consistent until about two weeks before the race. And then you cut back so that you're nice and rested and strong when race day comes. What is the longest race you have ever run, and how fast did you run it? Remember I said I'd run 100 kilometers? That was the longest I've ever oh, run. Wow. And I ran it in six hours and 25 minutes. Wow. What things do you think of when you run? Okay, that's a good question because there are two things you think of in, in, in two different environments. So when I'm running, as I, when I'm just training like I did this morning, I... Focus. I watch the sunrise. I I cruise along. I enjoy my run. I might talk to friends if I'm with people. 
I let my my mind wander. But when you're when I'm racing, when anybody's racing, it's a little bit like writing a really hard exam or a test. You have to focus. You have to concentrate. So you concentrate on the job at hand, and you focus. Why am I breathing hard? That hill hurt me. This person next to me, he's breathing a lot. He's going to let go just now. Whoops! Here I'm cramping. Remember to drink. What's my time? All the time, you. Your brain is a computer monitoring everything that's happening to you wow. when you're racing. Do you ever get nervous before you run? Very, very nervous. Not before an ordinary training run, but before a race. Very nervous. I used to be a very nervous run. I couldn't wait to get started. Wow. When was your last marathon? My last marathon was the London Marathon, not last year, the year before. Uh, when I ran with some great friends and I ran with my son and we had a wonderful time. And on the way, guess who we met? Standing at the side of the road in the London Marathon. Donald Trump. No. <laughs> Prince Harry. Whoa. Uh, William and Kate. That also, is And so I've got a photograph cool. with them. That is yeah, so cool. Yeah, royal family while I was running London Marathon. Oh, my gosh. That is so awesome. So after the song, I'll count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. You can call now on 010-14-3020. I repeat, 010-14-3020. Thank you to my guest, Bruce, for coming on High Kids. And thank you to my producer, Mandy, and DJ Craig <laughs> for pushing the big red buttons. Join us on Monday for another High Kids show, only on 101.9 High FM. Goodbye and Shabbat Shalom, kids.